0: Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we will have one song, and then David, I believe, has announcements. Two more songs, and then Ben has our uh, lesson this evening. First song tonight is number 866 I Will Call Upon the Lord. If you would let stand for this song, please. I Will Call Upon the Lord.
1: I will go.
2: Good evening, church family. A couple announcements uh, before we have our devotional. Uh, this coming Sunday, after Sunday uh, services on Sunday evening, there will be a middle school and high school devotional at the Wallace's house. Um, and uh, all parents are welcome to come to this uh, as well for the middle school and high school devotional. Uh, so that's, so please, uh, middle school and high school students, please put that in your schedules for next Sunday. Also, uh, this coming Saturday, October the 14th, The youth group will be going to Cooper Family Farms in Corn Maze. Uh, This is for the younger kids. Um, The bus will be leaving at 1.15. It costs $8. And if you have a child that's under three, it's free. Uh, This is for sixth grade and younger. Also, next Tuesday, October 17th, is Young at Heart. We'll be heading to Casa Grande, and that starts at 10.30 this coming Tuesday. Also, next Saturday, October 21st, Life Group 3, that's Jeremy's Life Group, will have a bonfire at the Galloway's Pond, and it doesn't have a time. What time? 5.30. 5.30, thank you, 5.30 uh, what is the time for that. Also, uh, Sunday, October 22nd, will be youth-led services at Pleasant Ridge Church of Christ or Tick Ridge, Tick Ridge, and uh, services start at 10 a.m., so if you're wanting to go to that, to the youth group. Um, also, um, this coming uh, next Saturday, October 28th, will be Trunk or Treat at 6 p.m. If you're planning on decorating your trunk, there's a sign-up sheet on the foyer year board, uh, not the foyer year board, but next to the four-year board where there's a youth TV, and there's a sign-up sheet uh, right there on that table. So please sign up if you're planning on um, participating in Trunk or Treat on uh, October 28th. Um, updates on our prayer list. Remember to continue to keep Jimmy Wilgus in your prayers. He's still waiting results from his CAT scan. He hasn't heard any results yet, um, but keep him in your prayers and keep Jim and Margaret in your prayers as well. Um, you know, Margaret's not doing well. She hasn't been doing well for some time, but and Jim, you know, keep, him, keep his health in his prayers as well. Also, remember to continue to keep Jim Haney in your prayers and Tanya Shamblin and Jim Martin in your prayers as they continue with their cancer treatments at this time. Uh, Tim Hewitt uh, went to St. Mary's yesterday. Uh, he had troubles breathing, um, and he's still at St. Mary's now. So remember to keep uh, Tim Hewitt in your prayers at this time. Keep uh, Judy Jordan in your prayers. Uh, she and Marvin have a doctor's appointment next week, so keep them in your prayers. Keep John Klein in your prayers as he recovers at home. Uh, keep Carolyn Olin as uh, she continues with her therapy at Wingate, and uh, keep that family in your prayers. Keep Roger and Peg Pryor in your prayers as well this time, and Charlie and Alice Boso as well in your prayers. With um, the things that they're going through. And also keep Nancy Black, that's Marvin's aunt. Uh, she had a stroke, um, so keep her in your prayers. And also keep uh, Friday Simpson in your prayers as well. Um, I'm sure you, if you saw on Facebook, she has some decisions that she needs to make for her health. So keep her in her prayers. That's all the announcements I have at this time. Is there anything else I may have missed? I just go to God in prayer. Our gracious heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for blessing us with this wonderful day of life you've given to us, Lord. We're thankful for this opportunity to be able to be here this evening, Lord, to be able to learn more about you, to be able to apply your word to our lives, Lord. Lord, I pray that. we will be able to be a light within our community, teach what we learn today to others. Let it spiritually lift us, Lord. Help, let it help us in our prayer life, our Christian walk, every single day, Lord. Lord, we ask you at this time to continue to be with the lost, be the ones that are still searching for you, Lord. Have, their, have your word touch them, Lord. Help us to help you, Lord. Lord, we ask you at this time continue to be with our elders here at Rome decisions they make, Lord. We ask you to be with them, give them the wisdom and knowledge that they need, Lord, and continue to bless their family and and watch over them. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our sick, be with Jimmy and Jim and Tanya and Jim uh, as they continue with their cancer treatments, Lord. We ask you this time to be with Tim as he's at St. Mary's, Lord. Help him and help Gail as well, Lord. And uh, be with the doctors and nurses who are taking care of him. Lord, we ask you to be with Judy and Marvin at this time, Lord. And be with John Klein and Carol and Olin, Lord. Just be with them and be with their health. And be with the doctors and nurses who are taking care of them. That they will get to 100% health again, Lord. Lord, we ask you at this time to be with Roger and Charlie, Lord. Be with them. Help them, Lord. Help them and help Alice, and Peg, Lord, as they take care of their loved ones and their best friend, Lord. Just be with them and give them the strength that they need, Lord, because we know what they're, they're going through is not easy. Lord, we ask you at this time to continue to be with Friday Simpson as well, Lord. Be with her as she has to make a decision, Lord. And, Lord, we know that you will help her make the right decision. Lord, we ask you at this time to be with the rest, be with us the rest of this week, Lord. Watch over us and keep us safe, Lord. Lord, we ask you, thank you so much for you sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord. Lord, and, lo- and thank you for loving us, to be able to find a, have a way to one day spend eternity with you. And we cannot wait for that day. Lord, it's in Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen.
0: Our next song this evening is on the overhead only. It's called Behold Our God. This is a song that Chris asked me about a long time ago. If I knew it, I told him I did, but I didn't like it. (laughs) Well, I heard it led better, and now I like it. So um, some of the newer songs I've led lately, you'll kind of notice they'll do two, and this is the same way. will have two verses, and then a chorus, third verse, another chorus, and then there's a bridge that is different, and then we do the chorus twice at the end. It's fairly easy to sing. So. <coughs>
1: Who has healthy-
0: song before our lesson this evening is number 755 755 when the roll is called up yonder 103, 103, come to
3: Jesus. Good evening. If you're visiting with us tonight, well, I'm sorry in advance. um, Chris is typically our Sunday um, minister and does a great job. So if you'd like to come back and get this on Sunday, that'd be, be nice. With that being said, um, tonight I'm going to speak on the importance of life and the significance of time. Um, so to start off, if I were to give you a million dollars, would you take it? Well, of course you would. I hope you would. I'd think you're crazy if you didn't. But if I gave you, if I said there was a consequence of taking that money, such as you not being able to wake up tomorrow, would you take it then? What about a hundred million? or one billion. I'd hope to, that no person in here would take that money. There isn't enough money in the world to give someone that's more precious than life. And with this logical reasoning, it can be determined that time is of more value than money. And time is short, and time is not promised. So if you have your Bibles and would like to turn with me, turn to James 4:14. 4, where it reads, what is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. People today don't understand how truly short time is. They don't understand how quickly it passes. We get so caught up in what's going on in the world today that we forget to cherish every moment given. The psalmist in Psalms 90 writes in verse 10, the years of our life are 70 or even by reason of strength 80. But then they are soon gone. But... Their span is but toil and trouble, and they are soon gone, and we fly away. Then in verse 12, it later reads, So teach us to number our days, so that we may get a heart of wisdom. Seventy years. Seventy years is what we get on this earth. With all the medical advances and technology we have made, still today, according to world data, the average male child born in the United States will live to be 73 years and six months. We must be wise with what little time we have. I hate math, but we can do a little mathematics here. That if you are blessed enough to live to be 70, you'll spend 20 years in bed or sleeping. In the first 15 of your years is childhood or adolescence. Then the final last five of your years are typically in some physical or mental limitation. That gives you 30 years left. Yeah, 30 years left. And the majority of that time is spent working or eating. If you're anything like me, <laughs> looking for your keys or wallet because you're too clumsy and forget where you put everything. Just a few years to do all the things on this earth that you want to do. To go all the places you want to go, see all the people you want to see, to check every single thing off your bucket list. But most importantly, put the most high and loving and powerful God in your life. And all you have to do is let him in. In Revelation 3.20 it states, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Knocking of the door of the church, knocking at the, your door of your family and your friends, knocking at your door. So why doesn't God just sh- open the door and come into your life and decide to change it? Because God will never interfere with your will. You can go all your, all your life, all the way to the grave, re- rejecting Christ, and he'll never let himself in. Now, he'll warn you, but he's not going to make you a follower and belie- believer of him and his word. Or you can be a devoted disciple Seeking Jesus everywhere you walk. Either way, you have to be the one to get up and open your door. It has to be your will. He's standing there knocking. You just have to get up and open the door. So why wait for tomorrow? It might not show. There will be a moment in this time when you meet God and you are judged for every single sin you've committed. We're all sinners. We all carry the same disease. In 2 Corinthians 5.10, Paul writes, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due, for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Jesus took our punishment on the cross so that we can have the opportunity to be with him forever, in eternity, and all we have to do is let God in. Beginning in Genesis 1, on the first day, God created the heavens and the earth, and separated light from darkness. On the second day, the sky was formed. And on day three, he made the land, seas, and trees to bear fruit. The fourth day was the sun, moon, stars, stars. And day five were the fish, birds, and other animals. And on day six, right before God rests, he creates Adam. God brings man into the world. So why do you think he waited to create man last? I think it was a sign. I think it's a sign to tell us that God doesn't need us. He never did, and he never will. God can do whatever he wants and whatever he pleases without us. However, we like to think that maybe he needs us. That's why he sent Jesus to face the punishment that we're all guilty of. He did it for us. In Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23, Jesus speaks and says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? And do mighty works in your name, and then, then will I declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. You see, it's not what we do that gets us to heaven, it's what Jesus did for us that gets us to heaven. He took the punish our punishment on the cross. So, what are you gonna do? There's a quote, and it goes like this One day or day one? Eh, I'll take my faith serious one day, or today. I'm going to get up and I'm going to be a disciple and a follower and a firm believer in my faith. Maybe tonight you want to write these priorities down. Grab a pencil and a piece of paper. Look to your neighbor and ask him to hold you accountable. Maybe set reminders in your phone. Do whatever it takes, because if you haven't already, it's time to take your faith serious and get committed. Make that phone call now. Prayer that prayer now. Reach out to that loved one now. The books you ought to read, the classes you ought to take, The things you ought to say, say them now. The money you ought to give, give it now. That chance you ought to take, take it, because it's not going to chase you back. Every time the clock ticks, it seems to say now. We must be wise with the little time we have on this earth, because time is short. What it is to think that we have just one short life to spend, and yes, I mean spend. Each day, we are given 86,400 seconds. Of 1,440 minutes. Don't waste this time. At the beginning of each day, the bank name time opens a new account for you and for me. It allows no balances, no overdrafts. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, 15 through 16, look carefully, then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. I would say today, looking on the news and out in the world, that the days are very evil. The devil is lurking, waiting for you to become comfortable. Peter writes in 1 Peter 5, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. We must buy the time. I read online that that is a business phrase made up in the 1800s because people would buy books for educational purposes, but then There was so much work going on that they could never find the time to read them. Don't get so caught up in everything going on today in this chaotic world that you forget why you're here to begin with. Make time for your God, because God will endure forever. But on this earth, we are like a shadow that's declining or a sun that's setting. From the moment you were born, the only thing that you've been guaranteed is death. With this being said, it's not the length or amount of time given, but the quality of time and what you do with it. For instance, look at Jesus' life. Jesus only lived 33 years, and he only began his evangelistic work and um, preaching for three years. Yet in John 17:4, at the end of his life, right before he was about to endure crucifixion, he says, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. When you're seated on that judgment seat, will your work be finished? Were you dedicated to your faith and committed to following God? Did you do all you could do to be a follower of Christ? May we invest what little time we have until the kingdom of God. Tonight I'm going to close by giving a little visual. This jar up here represents your life. And each marble in here is an activity, whether it's your work, your job, uh, sports, relationships, friendships, whatever it is, are all those marbles in there. And if you look in your life and you put those before God and his word, it doesn't fit. However, if you make God and his word the center and focal point of your life and everything you do, it all fits. If there was ever a time that the gospel could transform a human heart, the time is now. Tonight, maybe you can feel the knocking on your heart and want to take on Christ in baptism. Or maybe something was said that triggered a change and thought of your name being in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because if you have any second thought about your name being in that book, I wouldn't leave this building tonight until I was sure. Or maybe you just need the prayers of the congregation. Whatever that need is, please come forward as we stand sing. pray with me please dear lord thank you for today and letting us all be able to get out here and come and worship you lord thank you for being leading us in that sermon lord good sermon dear lord please be with all those that need you all those on the sick list and all those that only you know the name of lord be with all the people that are in the hospitals taking care of people dear lord please be with us tonight in our class let us take what we're going to learn and put it towards our lives and let's go home safely in just name pray amen